Time to talk pensions for a few minutes. How did your pension do last year, and what are your expectations for, well, 23? Here to tell us more is Ben Yukonga, who is a principal and leader with Mercer's Wealth Business, joining us from Calgary today. Mr. Yukonga, Ben, good morning and welcome. Good morning. Uh, happy to be here. Well, it's good to have you with us, Ben. Happy New Year to you and all your colleagues at Mercer. You've just released the uh, the uh, the Pulse Report, the Pension Pulse Report, talking about performance of pensions across Canada in previous years, up to and including, well, just last week at the end of 2022. Does it surprise you when we, we see the results of surveys among young Canadians, Ben, and more and more of them are thinking and trying already to arrange in their financial plans about pensions, which seems to be a bit of a, a, a difference from previous generations who really ignored pensions uh, in their younger years uh, as being a little too frightening. A lot of younger Canadians are embracing the notion of saving for retirement. Does that surprise you? It actually does surprise me because um, one would expect younger individuals to think retirement is so far away that yeah. it's not urgent priorities. But it's also good news um, that they are thinking about it early because the earlier you start preparing, the easier it ultimately will be. Indeed. So now let's talk about those who have prepared for and who do have pensions of one description or another. Now, you talked about defined benefit pensions. We, as in the public sector, uh, understand that most people who work for governments, be they municipal, federal or provincial, are, are in possession of defined benefit pension programs, unlike most of the rest of working Canadians. Is that true? Yes. Typically, there is a significantly more percentage of public sector employees who are covered under defined benefit plans than in the private sector. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now you, we, you, you've had all of these uh, uh, figures available at your fingertip. You uh, and your colleagues have per published the Mercer Pension Health Pulse, tracking the, uh, well, the performance of various pensions over the years. And as we just wrap up 2022, uh, how, did, uh, how did pensions of varying descriptions do last year? It wasn't the, the easiest economic year on record. Uh, absolutely right. It was not the easiest economic uh, year on record, um, especially in the markets. The markets were extremely volatile, and most um, most market indicators were actually down in 2022. However, mm -hmm. for defined for however for defined benefit plans, because those plans have assets um, that are invested in the markets and in various instruments. And they also have liabilities because of the significant increase in interest rates during 2022. The value of the liabilities actually went down because DB pension liabilities essentially are inversely related to the level of interest rates. So as interest rates went down, the value of the pension obligations declined and the decline in the value of the obligations was more than the decline in the pension assets. So overall, during 2022, there was an actual increase in the financial positions of defined benefit plans. 
So a lot of people, especially pension fund managers, ignoring the vagaries and the ebbs and flows of the daily market activities, basically uh, uh, put on a kind of a hold and see strategy, which turned out to be quite productive at the end of a, of a rather volatile year, didn't it? Uh, well, if the pension fund managers are looking at both the value of the pension fund and the value of the obligations that those pension funds are backing, then yes. However, if they're just looking at it from the value of the pension funds, uh, they will be disappointed because of the negative returns they likely experienced. Interesting. So how do, how do pension plans, Ben, differ from small companies, small Canadian businesses, say of 50 employees or fewer, uh, but still who want to reward or compensate their employees, recognize their contributions through some kind of pension plan? What, are the, what sort of plans do they have versus a large corporation with thousands of employees? Or are they, in fact, quite similar? Uh, they're essentially very similar in the types of options available to them. Um, the smaller employers, they also can sponsor individuals, in, individuals um, company-specific pension plans, but then they also have the options of joining larger pension plans. Uh, the, there, are several, there are alternatives in joining as opposed to sponsoring a pension plan on your own uh-huh. uh, to join in. Um, a pension plan where the employer's responsibility is only in remitting, uh, well, enrolling employees and remitting contributions to that pension plan. Uh, So for smaller employers, those are likely more cost-effective options than doing it alone. Interesting. So now, as we turn the corner into 2023, uh, there's one other pension plan, Ben, that hasn't been brought up in the conversation that Canadians of, of all ages, uh, at least post-65, do uh, benefit from. And that, of course, is the Canada Pension Plan, the federal program for all Canadians. How did that perform in 2022? Uh, well, they haven't released the results, um, but um, if I was to guess and assume, I would assume they would have fared similarly to majority of other pension plans in 2022 which is a positive outcome at the end of a difficult year. Uh, And overall, looking at both the assets and the liabilities, likely. So if you're a pension fund manager now, Ben, and you're looking ahead at 2023, and you're listening to all of this talk of a potential recession, how does that affect your management style or strategy in this new year? Well, it will differ for every pension plan and every pension plan sponsor, administrator, and manager, but they would need to look at both their assets and their liabilities, understand the risk they're exposed to on the asset side and on the liability side, and if they're not comfortable taking those risks, take steps to reduce those risks or better manage them. And so is conservative management a hallmark of pension fund management style? I wouldn't say conservative. I would just say more understanding the risks and being able to uh, be being able to understand it and and um, continue with whatever strategy is in place. If it's a conservative strategy, then being able to maintain that. If it's to take a little bit more risk and expect it for higher returns, not to change your mind 
when things don't go right, if that's mm-hmm. the strategy that has been decided on and is being employed. So a final question to you, Ben, today, and, and, and this would be for a small, back to the small business sector for a moment if, or two. If you run a small business and you don't have a pension plan for your employees and you recognize how valuable it is to so many of those people, how do you go about starting one? Uh, well, um, there's uh, many, um, many companies that are available to assist in that. My company is one of them. Um, but yes, uh, and, and there's various industry groups that have resources available. But, of, you know, there's always the ability to, um, to consult with a consultant firm like my own or, mm. to, or to join a, a larger pension plan that is open to other employers joining. Indeed. And of course, as uh, we, we've learned uh, from a lot of uh, mobile employees, all of these matter in terms of staff retention, don't they? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we, we know pensions are a key contributor to retention, to attraction and retention, and motivating your employees. Well, hopefully some of the uh, people listening will get in touch with you at Mercer's in Calgary, Ben. We do appreciate your time on the weekend with a look ahead toward uh, pensions and how they might perform in 2023. Thanks very much for this. It's a pleasure to have you on our program. No problem. The pleasure was mine. Thank you very much. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.